Hey folks, this is Randy Barfield with Barfield Home Inspection Services coming at you with another great podcast of Under the Roof with Randy Barfield. And uh, always, I'm always joined with our great marketing team of Ashley Slosher and Mary Green. Uh, Ashley's not on mic because... What's going on with her? But otherwise, it's me and Mary talking back and forth about this great project that she's done, a landscaping project on her backyard that is looking awesome. And we're going to talk about just the process that we go through to do something like that. Hey, Mary. How's it going, Randy? Good. Great to see y'all. It's great to see you guys as well. Ashley, thanks for keeping it down on the AV side of things today, our engineering wizard. Um, And thank you both for being under my roof this fabulous Friday. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we are doing this exciting landscaping project, um, which... We will be sure to post tons of videos and pictures on Facebook and Instagram at Barfield Home Inspection. Um, so hope everybody keeps an eye out for those. And Randy, I'd love to talk with you about this project because you've been here since the beginning. Um, started back a couple of months ago that my husband and I asked you to come out and take a look because we're having this problem with our backyard not draining all the way and because we've got two really big dogs and a toddler basically we had like a mud racetrack forming in our backyard and wanted to fix that with a patio but didn't know what we would need in terms of permitting um and wanted to make sure that our foundation stayed safe. So that's when we got a hold of you, and I'm so glad that we did. Yeah, it's a, it's turning out to be a great project. I understand you had a – there's some low spots. I mean, the new construction, the soil will settle after the you know, lawn's been installed, and then you'll have these low spots or high traffic areas that are starting to wear out. So it's always great to um, – uh, and, you know, if you want to be water cons- conservative – uh, you can decide to put in these areas where you don't have to water and you have less um, green zones, but also look good with pavers and uh, crushed granite or pink granite or whatever you want to do, zero scaping. So, but yeah, it's great to, when you have an idea like this, to hire somebody professional uh, like Josh Fulfer with Landscape Design and Lawn Care, who's come in and put together not only, uh, well, started with the design for you guys, sat down and wanted to see what you guys wanted, uh, see what your budget was, and then start designing. And then once you settle on the design, he starts working. Yeah. And then tells you what your timeline is from when we start to finish, keeps you informed and updated and communicate with you, which is really important on any project. It's just an open line of communication. Uh, but... And you can see that it's progressing fairly well and you guys are really happy with it so far. And what I've seen is looks like really quality work. But when you start a project like this, you got to make sure, do you need a permit? And if so, your contractor, like if he's putting in plumbing or electrical, I don't believe you have any of that here. But um, if you do, then you pull permits and then have the city inspectors come out and look at it. But also... You have to make sure what your if you're in a HOA subdivision, what your covenant says. Uh, if you need to get a architectural design approval, I don't think you need to in a backyard, but I think if you was doing something in the front, you might have to get an approval, uh, which is always important to do your paperwork on that or uh, homework on that. But 
And then just being satisfied with what's going on. Um, I see in my inspection business, I see where people have done projects that look great, but you always have to maintain a drainage away from your structure. And that's the most critical part when you're doing landscaping. Um, I see that Josh is putting in these French drain and surface drains that'll take water away from the yard. And they're also uh, putting in not impervious cover, but pavers with sand and uh, fill that will absorb water. It doesn't shed water. And so water's got to go somewhere. So it needs to absorb and drain away. So, it's, it's, so what you've got going on, what I see is that Josh has done a great job of designing something that will drain properly and look great, which is the main things. You don't want to, you know, I've come in and see a great yard has been landscaped, but the yard, the, the soil is sloped towards the foundation and I've got to write it up because water's got to drain away. So it's going to cost these people extra money to correct that. Yeah. And I'll tell you, that was top of mind for us because we lived through, I don't want to be dramatic and say a horror story, but it was scary last year when we were selling our old home and had that foundation crack that Mm -hmm. popped up. I mean, we were already like under contract and we're thinking, what can we do to protect the foundation here? Are we in any risk or any danger from it being too wet or too dry as a result of what we're doing? So that discussion of like, making sure that it's a permeable surface and making sure that water is being fed away from the house was really important to us. Well, you're still keeping your sprinkler zones for the most part around the house and around the yard. But the air, the funny thing about moisture is that if it's underneath stone pavers, the moisture will, that is being blocked from the sun, it'll stay moist under the, those pavers. And that area just by itself will have a certain amount of moisture in it. So you don't really need drip system underneath the pavers but what he's been doing around the side yard and diverting the other rest of the irrigation system is really good work he's done a really good job of designing it so um but yeah i mean it's looking really good and the progress that he's making is is good it's good work awesome well we love having your stamp of of randy approval <laughs> on it yeah And, um, you know, we were just having a conversation earlier this morning about the expense uh, because my husband showed me the final bill and I thought I was having a heart attack, but then I recovered. And obviously, anytime as a homeowner, you make a decision like this, you know that you're making an investment in your property. But how do people kind of... I don't know if you've got any words of wisdom, Randy, about how people can kind of judge the scale of a home improvement project like this. Like essentially, when are you making a good decision for your return on investment? Well, if you if this is something that you really want, then it's not really a matter of uh, return on investment. You just want this. But if you're getting into uh, a huge, like I say, let's do the, a, a huge remodel. Um, let's say, I mean, I'm going to use this for an example, a $250,000 house. And that was appraised at $250,000 when you bought it. Or, you know, there's no, there, I don't think there are any more $250,000 houses in this market. Not, but not I'm, just, in Austin. I'm just using that as an example. And then you decide to do a $100,000 remodel on it. You got to make sure that the comps are going to pay off for you. Because if it's still, you do this remodel and it only goes up 275000 in comps in a year, then you're going to have to either eat that money or try to sell that 
or hang on to it a little while longer because that's why sometimes it's kind of important to do some research on your remodel on your cost. What's it going to do for the value of your home? Fortunately for us in this market right now, you can you kind of can sell your house with a lot more than what you paid for it. And a remodel is probably not going to hurt you as long as you keep it in within a certain amount of budget. I mean, if you're if the house is only valued at two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and you start coming in with gold toilets and gold fixtures, and you're probably going to lose money on that. That's actually our next DIY. <laughs> right. Well, good luck with that. But uh, I would keep it, you know, keep it sensible what it should be. Do your, you know, look online and see what houses are selling for and what they're looking like in the remodel. You know, and if you keep it in a budget, that's that's pretty standard and normal. I think you'd be okay, but. It, you know, sometimes you go into things with eyes wide open and it's like, oh, I want this, I want this and this. And then you get the price tag and it's like, oh, maybe I don't want that or maybe I can live without that, but I can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why you need to talk to a contractor and as well as doing homework. If you know a realtor that can pull comps for you, you can do that. On a landscape job, though, I am not certain or sure how that would appraise. I don't know that part, that that data there is, is, but I would think that just aesthetics alone, if they, if someone, if you were to sell your house and there's another house very similar to yours within a mile, but their yard was kind of messy and dogs have worn it out. And then people see your house with this beautiful backyard, they're probably gonna wanna buy your house for a little bit more than what they would buy the other one for. That's just common, uh, yeah. common practice. Well, let's hope so. Um, not that we're hoping to list anytime well, soon, but yeah. it's definitely going to enhance our quality of life because the big, you know, in addition to kind of the drainage issues that we're having, we spend a lot of time outside as a yep. family. Yep. And um, having that sort of indoor-outdoor living extended for us mm. was honestly the biggest return well that's a good thing you say quality of life after we've been in this shutdown with covid and people have had to stay home and they've really gotten a sense of what they're living in and their house that they're living in and it's like i need to change this because now that i've been living here so quality of life is very important when you do a remodel job because you want to live there you want to change it up and it wants to that project needs to make you happy so that's another factor in remodeling jobs. You know, sometimes I was like, ah, you know what? I don't care what it costs. I just need to make the change. I want some white cabinets instead of dark cabinets. I want quartz instead of this high pressure lemon. I, I need to change it all up. Toilet. Yeah, I want a gold toilet. I want a new shower. I don't care. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of the way it looks. So uh, that's another quality of life is a great factor in doing a remodel. Absolutely. And I think you touched on it so well that um, the quality of work that you're seeing here is so important. I can't say enough about the team at Landscape Designs and Lawn Care from them coming out and doing all of the measurements and quoting. They gave us some really cool 
I don't know exactly what they call them. I guess like renditions, yep. basically. Um, the drawings. They give you 3D draw- drawings and yeah. stuff. Yeah. you look at the widths. And like they detailed like the flower pots in the yard mm-hmm. when they did it. So it was really easy to visualize what this would actually look like. Yeah. Um, and then they have worked every time that we had questions about the stone or seeing samples. They've been there every step of the way for us. And I would encourage people who are in the process of, of making a decision like this for their home yeah. to be really careful just about like vetting the contractors that you work with. Yeah. I always recommend that you get at least three estimates from reputable people that have got good reviews from other, you know, friends may have used and re- recommended, which goes a long way because they did a great project for your friends or neighbors. And that's a good reference or reviews online, Better Business Bureau, Yelp, whatever, or just talking to the actual contractor and don't just start a project and walk away from it and let just like, okay, they'll be fine. No, no, no. You got to stay up with it. You got to keep in an open line of communication. You know, weather pays a huge factor on especially outdoor projects. Expect delays, but, you know, just be patient and work with your contractor don't go in, um, I'm already mad and I ain't even started yet. Well, that's just not going to get anywhere. Yeah. Because if you're being, uh, you know, already irritated with a contractor, that's just going to transfer over into the project. The power of positive thinking. Always right? be positive, be communicative, be patient, um, and just enjoy what you got when you get it. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. Um I'm enjoying this process, but I can't wait for it to be over and um, for you to be able to see the finished product. When the party Um, happens. Yeah, when we're going to have our big outdoor um, festival back there. And everybody, um, we would definitely invite you, like I said earlier, to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Barfield Home Inspection because we're definitely going to have some videos from Randy and Josh kind of showing you around the actual construction process. And then we'll have a cool montage of the product from start to end. Yep. Looks good. Uh, thanks for joining us, folks, for another episode of Under the Roof with Randy Barfield. And check us out on our website at barfieldhomeinspection.com. Or if you're in need of a home inspection or a little advice, you can always call me at 512-350-0123. And thanks for joining us. Thanks, everybody. Take care.